What's up, guys? This is Dr. Josh Simons, physical therapist, and welcome to the PT Ascent Podcast, a podcast where I detail my journey as I go from a staff physical therapist to an entrepreneur. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up, what up? Welcome to another week of the PT Ascent Podcast. Today is June 30th, 2019, and I want to welcome you all today and thank you all for tuning in. As always, if you want to get into contact with me, feel free to send me an email at josh at joshsimonspt.com. Again, that is josh at joshsimonspt.com. All right. We are almost in July, people. Can you believe that? I feel like every single year, summer just goes by a little bit faster every year. You'd think it would start to slow down at some point, but clearly that is not the case. So here we are already in July and summer is just flying by and my to-do list just keeps on growing as I assume you all are too, perhaps. All right. Moving right into uh, this episode today, I just want to do a little bit of a recap from last week. Last week, I talked a lot about meditation and how I use that in my daily practice. And I'm very much still a novice in that regard, but I've been trying to keep up with it a lot and trying to be very diligent about doing at least 10 minutes every day. I usually try to do it in the in the morning, and I've been pretty good about keeping up with that, albeit a couple days where I forget every now and again. I finished the book, uh, 10% Happier, last week. That's the book I was talking about by Dan Harris, and it's a great book. I would say it's a really good primer for from a skeptic's point of view on what meditation is like. So if you do have any interest in meditation or just want a really good autobiography, I would really suggest you check it out. Again, it's called 10% Happier. Excellent read. All right. So this week, this, this week's theme is really about not sweating the small stuff. You know, in the past, just to give you a little bit of background on where I'm coming from, when trying to to do start a business and trying to even just do projects, I would try to do every little bit of every single task for myself. So even small menial tasks, I would try to do everything uh, by myself. So what what does that mean? So currently, I would design logos, I would design websites, I would try to design business cards, and all of that is very time consuming. And, you know, I guess it stems from a a reasoning of me wanting creative control. Maybe there's a little bit of ego involved in the sense that I feel like I can do a better job than other people, which is entirely false. I mean, I don't know how I delude myself into thinking that me doing something uh, recreationally is going to be anywhere near better than what someone who does that same task 40 hours a week can do. But for whatever reason, I delude myself into thinking I can do a better job. And I guess it stems from that creative control aspect. But but that's what I would do. I, I would try to do every single little task. You know, for Instagram videos, I would do all the video effects 
for for this podcast. I do all of the the editing that goes into the audio afterwards. But now that I'm realizing all of this stuff takes a lot of time to do, I, I don't have time to do that anymore if I'm going to see this this business forward. And, and that's where you, I've had to become comfortable letting other people take the reins for some of those, those smaller tasks that I just don't need to be doing. And other people are way more capable than I am and are well-suited to do those jobs. So um, a lot of what I've outsourced is, is to this company called Smart Virtual Staff. And what they do is they take those those editing tasks and they turn them around for you. They do all of the work and then they send you back the finished product. So you just have to create the the raw content and then they make it look good. And that has really saves a lot of time. And it's something that I've really neglected in the past. And what I've really had them do to start off with is I just reached out to them this past week to work on a few things for me, namely making, making a logo. Like people, I would spend four, five plus hours making some crappy looking logo that I was never happy with. So I just figured, you know what, screw this. I'm going to let them take care of it. So all I did was give them a, a real basic concept of what I thought would look good and then I sent it over to them. I don't have the results yet. I, I just uh, sent it over to them last week. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to look like. And it, it helps me because, you know, what I've sort of learned from other people is that being the entrepreneur, you, you need to be able to steer the ship. And so if you can't steer the ship if you're dealing with all these little tasks that keep you away from doing that major priority. And so this has given me some some room to actually think about where I want to take my business and, and the best way to achieve that going forward. So aside from having smart virtual staff take care of my logo, I'm also having them take care of my business card design. This is also something I tried to create in the past and I've spent hours doing uh, w- with really fruitless results because I never really ended up liking what I designed. Because I'm not a designer. I dabble in it, and I feel like I have a reasonable, reasonably creative, um, I don't know, imagination when it comes to design. But I'm not good at actually implementing that stuff. So that's another thing that I sent over to them. You know, another. what's another one? A website. So I created my website, joshsimonspt.com. That took, without a doubt, probably... 30 hours for me to do an extraordinary amount of time that I could have spent devoting to uh, other tasks. Now, I will say some of that was developing content and any sort of outsourcing company like smart virtual staff will not be able to necessarily create content for you. You have to be able to do that, but they can present it in a very elegant way. So for my website, I probably could have shaved half that time just by developing the the content that I wanted, and then they could have structured it in a way that was very eye pleasing and um, in a way that would attract a lot of visitors. So that is really what I have been doing this past week is is working more on becoming comfortable outsourcing a lot of these tasks that I really just don't need to be doing. 
And that has already given me a lot of more free time to figure out where I want to take my business. Because I'm still very much in, in the infancy of it. I don't really have a lot of clarity at this point on what I want to do. But I have a better idea now. So for those of you that have watched the, the first episode of this, I talked about really the two major, not tenants, but major aspects of, of my business model. And one of them is online. And one of them is more just a brick and mortar golf rehabilitation and performance center. At this point, I just don't see how it's financially feasible for me to do the brick and mortar option. I just, I have a lot of funds going into other projects that it's really, it would be very difficult for me to allocate enough funds for me to actually start a brick and mortar practice. So I've come to the realization that in in order for me to maximize my time and to be able to push things forward, I'm 100% going all online. So what does that look like for me? I'm really trying to mainly push online golf performance coaching. And this is beneficial to me and uh, and for others in, in a couple big ways, one of them being that it is a lot less overhead. Obviously, I don't need to get a building. I can really do it from anywhere as long as I have some equipment to maybe demonstrate some exercises. And uh, that's really about it. And a video camera so that I can do do chats with them. But the other thing that being online will allow me to do is I can reach more people. I can still specify people that I want to work with in my community, but now I can spread that reach really nationally. And I think that really opens a lot of doors to a lot of prospective clients. And so that's something that I'm really excited about is really pushing that forward. So I don't have really the details for the golf performance coaching. I don't know anything about pricing. Really, the only thing I know about it is that I'm probably going to be offering 30-minute and 60-minute sessions. And there's a lot of legal stuff that I have to look into. I don't really know uh, what I'm allowed to do as as a physical therapist because I I imagine that I can't be providing actual physical therapy services in a coaching program because that kind of falls more in the telehealth. So I kind of have to figure those things out. Aside from my online coaching though, for those people that maybe don't have the funds to do coaching, then I have uh, online programs for them to participate in. These are, are crafted, already crafted programs for them that they can participate in. And I, I'm really liking the models of sort of performance-based programs. I had sort of uh, skirted with the idea of doing um, more like prehab, like injury prevention stuff. But, you know, thinking about it, I don't think people really search for that kind of stuff. I think people mainly search for how to get better, or let me rephrase, how to how to take themselves to that next level, so how to increase their performance, and how to fix some sort of pain they have. Now, I'm deciding to do more of the performance aspect because I think fixing pain would be hard to do in a pre-constructed 
um, course. I think, it, to be honest, I think it would be a little bit irresponsible to do that. So I'm doing it more from the performance aspect. And so I'm figuring I'm going to break that down into three different segments, a mobility course, a core stability course, and a power course. And so these, again, I don't really have pricing for these, but I'm thinking maybe along the tune of maybe $50 per per course. I think that's I think that's pretty reasonable. And then on top of that, if people so choose, I'm thinking about offering maybe like a, a master class, some sort of comprehensive program that takes all those three factors, the mobility, the core, the power, kind of puts them all into one and, and utilizes a, a graded exercise program so that people can really take themselves and increase their performance so that they can increase the power of their golf swing and um, all while probably preventing pain in the process. So that's where I'm at. I'm switching away from brick and mortar for now. I still see myself doing brick and mortar way down the line, but right now I just think that online is more feasible and I can get a little more traction that way sooner. All right. So that that's where I'm at with my with my business. The other thing that I've been working on this past week is really trying to discover my audience. One of the things that we are taught in in this um, mastermind group that I'm in is, you know, you can't just say you're going to work with, say, runners, or you can't say you're just going to work with tennis players. I mean, you can say that, but in order to really reach out to them, you need to you need to kind of speak their language. You need to know what they want, what their fears are, and and really what their biggest needs are. And that's something that I've been really trying to dig into this past week because I need to be able to reach because I want to work with golfers. And so I need to be able to, to reach them on their level. So um, with the mastermind group, I've been getting a lot of help with answering questions that will allow me to sort of tap into to what they're searching for and and what their their common problems are. And that's something that I've been doing a little bit of research on is figuring out what are some common problems that that golfers have that that I can sort of maybe do some content on. That's really the main thing. I, I've struggled I've struggled so much with trying to find content to post. I always feel like you, you know everyone's always posting exercises on Instagram. And I, I think that's awesome and everyone should keep doing that because it honestly gives me a lot more variety for when I prescribe exercises. But that's the thing though. I think when people post videos on Instagram, I don't think a lot of a lot of who they're trying to target are actually watching the video. I think it's mainly physical therapists, personal trainers, athletic trainers. I think those are the main people that are watching a lot of those exercise videos. So while it helps me a lot, and while it may help other other um, fitness professionals if I post exercise videos, you know, I still I need to be targeting my audience, and I don't think my audience is necessarily looking for for random exercise videos on on golf. So I'm really trying to brainstorm what types of content would be appealing to my golfer audience, and so I think if I kind of talk about different pathologies, maybe different common injuries that happen to golfers. I think that might be 
a little more useful for them and might be and that might lead to some discussion and them reaching out to me. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm going to create more content that is more, I guess, educational in a sense. So goals for next week. I've tried to make these goals pretty objective so that I can actually say whether or not I accomplish them. So my my first goal is I want to start uploading one piece of content to my Instagram and my business Facebook page. I think I wanted to originally say one a day, but I just I personally don't think that I'll be able to stick with that starting out. I used to do it once a week. So if I figure if I can do it once every other day, that's still doing way more than I was doing before. Because right now I'm really not doing much of anything. So that's my first goal. My, my next goal is I want one of my performance programs to be entirely fleshed out. What does that look like? That means that I want basically all of the exercises and all of the drills that I would have in that program to be entirely documented. Ultimately, I would probably be doing videos on a lot of those drills and those exercises, but that, that's not really part of my goal. My goal is really just to have what I want in the program documented so that I can video what I need to video efficiently and uh, effectively. So that's my second goal. And my third goal is to try to engage my target audience, not in a way that sells to them, but I really just need to start talking to these people because I feel like if I just post a bunch of videos on Instagram, some of them might reach people, but the, the best way is to try to start building relationships. So my goal is to engage or to write either five posts or comments to a specific person or group that kind of fits my target audience. And, and that way I can start building those relationships. So th that's what I hope to achieve this week. And hopefully when I come back next week, I can say, you know what? I did them all. All right. So I think that about wraps it up for everything that I wanted to say today. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. And uh, don't forget, this Thursday is July 4th. So get your Independence Day swag. Have some hot dogs on the grill or whatever you all like. And uh, enjoy the upcoming week ahead. All right. Take care, guys. Good talking with you. And I will chat with you next time. <laughs>